0: Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. I'm excited. We have an apparel sponsor. Harry Athletic. Such good gear. It's incredible. I've been enjoying it. Bro, George came through, messaged us on the Instagram, said he's been following our program for ages. He's getting stronger and more mobile. And he's got this cool gear company called Parry and he wants to send us some stuff. And he told me that his mission was to create the best pair of training shorts ever. Yeah, he wanted something that he could lift and roll in that could accommodate thick muscular thighs and hips. And that suits us. Speaks to us. Also, what I like is I love the colorful design. It actually looks really cool. I am the most colorful dude on the mats these days, hands down. Yeah, you get that kind of expression feel. A lot of other Jiu-Jitsu gear is kind of a bit boring. Yeah, it's like all comparison. like greys and blacks and shit. This stuff is the color and the vibrancy. It makes you stand out. The thing that I've loved about it is just it feels good. It feels good. It looks good. And you, ladies and gentlemen, can get a discount if you go to parryathletics.com. When you go to check out, put in the code BULLETPROOF20 and you get 20% off. Oh, Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. Have you ever had a stupid training injury? You know, we've all seen the gym fail videos, right? Mm. Has that been you? I know it has been me from time to time, but luckily I was not recording it at that moment in time or chose to put it on the internet. It's a damn moment. shame. Yeah, it could be some funny nonsense on the internet. Was this training jits or in the gym, strength gym. stuff? Gym stuff, Yeah. And the thing is, most of the time when it wasn't lifting heavy, it, it wasn't that. Right. It was just like, kind of like, oh, wouldn't this be oh, fuck, wreck yourself? You know, kind of not paying attention as part of it too. I think fatigue brings bad reps, and then that Always. can that can be a spiral, a downward spiral. And this just came up in conversation, Joey. You wanted to uh, open with a oh it, no, take us to yours, bro. We're oh fucking, well, my way a, there. Shit. Mine is a jujitsu. Ju- it was the combo of going really hard in the gym which was like a little bit off program yeah and then also thinking nah, i'm going to go to jiu jitsu and do that as well and that turned into a monster session as well so the combination the successful combination of both wrecked me and had me in a paralyzed state in a stupid way that i couldn't which will <laughs> result in comic comic failure <laughs> so yeah maybe i was a black belt mate brown belt to black belt a- a- around that no, black belt at this stage. It's quite recently. New, not that long ago. Well, eh, Last you know, few years. Yeah, before, four or five years ago. And I was doing uh, zercher deadlifts. Uh-huh. And I was going. So p- you're getting bar in the crook I'm of the elbows, low. lifting from the floor. From the floor. So in a flexed position. Yep. And the program said to do like quite light because it was higher volume. Yep. It was eight reps. So it was from the ground, standing all the way up, all the way down to the ground. Yep. And I felt really good. And, you know, I had my program, but my coach wasn't there. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck my coach. <laughs> I feel good. I'm going heavy today. So instead of doing 70 kilos, I was like, I'll do 100 kilos. 100 kilos felt pretty good for eight reps. And I'll do 110 kilos. Okay, it's heavy. But it was four sets of eight, right. which is actually a lot of repetitions. For, so for a big, long big movement like that. movement. And yeah. I started to feel like my hip get really tight. In the same way you might get a calf cramp, I felt like I had like a, like a glute cramp. I was like, God, that's unique. How interesting. Went to um, pro training and we were doing hip smash pass. So you're literally starting in smash. Like the person has your hip folded over, yeah, and you have to get back to a guard, right? All glute. Oh God, it's all glute, all medial glute, all oblique. So you had done this session just before going to literally it was like protein shake, water, right? Kind of. Uh, half an hour, 45-minute rest, and then to the gym. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm on fire right now. I'm so good right now. And still this hip cramp thing wouldn't go away. I was like, ah, oh, that's annoying. Ah, oh, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. So we're doing this hip smash thing, and it was like myself, Hodge, Dan the man-child, and I think a guy called Sammy the Concrete, who's one of the strongest guys ever. All you would Absolute, if you train with Sammy the Concrete, you fucking know. Shout out Sammy down in Geelong savage man strong grips i can imagine oh my god some of the strongest grips wow furious man love him fear him i was just getting smashed and i was working so hard through my hip trying to get my guard back and a critical point my hip kind of went into spasm and i was like ah, and it just got my guard passed and got bashed and then i was like oh i gotta sit off a bit it's like oh, it feels fucking bad the guys were like hey man like are you gonna do your bit like you've we've passed your guard now you have to pass our garden. I could barely stand up. I was like, that feels weird. Well, so, so when I, you're saying hip, you're saying up on the outside, like kind of medial glute, good max, like lower so back, like lower back towards the side yeah, of the hip. That, kind That of vibe. portion. And I couldn't yep. pinpoint it. I was trying to stretch and I was like, well, I guess I'll just keep training because I'm not injured. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. And then it just started to get tighter and tighter and tighter. And I was like, oh, and am Started to feel really weak in my back and I'm like, nah, boys, I'm you guys, you keep going, I'm gonna sit down. And I sat down like took I, a rest round. Smart. Uh, no, I feel fi- I It's important sometimes. I did not take a rest round. I stopped training and then I'm like, I couldn't roll. And I'm like, I'll just stay here because this feels weird. I don't know what's going on. And then I couldn't stand up. Whoa. I cooled down and I couldn't. I couldn't stand up. And they were like, look at you, Mr. Fitness. You can't even stand up. What's wrong with you? You do a couple of rounds of specific training, you suck. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is embarrassing. And I kind of was hobbling off, like really couldn't put weight in my leg and felt really bad. And I'm like, no, no, it'll be sweet. I'll have a hot bath. I'll stretch. Anyway, uh, went home. I was meant to see my girlfriend at the time. Uh, for some casual after training social activities. Mm. That wasn't happening. Downreg down regulation. You need that. Uh couldn't do it. I was like, sorry, sorry, Bay, can't be there. Uh just, I think I'm a bit injured from training. She's like, that's not good. I was like, nah, no, no, we no. will we'll catch up tomorrow. Anyway, had the bath, did a bit of a stretch, felt a little bit better. And then I woke up in the middle of the night with my hip, my lower back, and my groin in spasm. Like just like Ah, oh my God, I'm in so much pain. Like what the fuck is going on right now? Trying to stretch and move and just like, oh, wouldn't go away. I'm like, what the, what is this? I never had this kind of problem in my life. I had to train people the next day at the gym, but it was so bad. I couldn't walk. I, I was actually walking to my car or hobbling using a broom as a crutch <laughs> to, to try and get to the car. And I couldn't use like the brake accelerator properly. So I was like very sketchily driving with like one foot. <laughs> I'm like, what is my life? What the fuck am I doing with my life? So I get to the gym and, you know, it's meant to be all like, hey, jazz hands, let's get you fit and motivated. The only position I could sit in comfortably was kind of like a full Caesar, like bent Caesar sitting, try to keep my back straight and like kind of leaning on a bench. Yeah. I got worse and worse and worse and worse to the point that I couldn't drive home. I had to get my girlfriend to come pick me up. And she's like, Oh, just take you to my place. It'll be fine. And she was all like, Hey, how you been? Haven't seen you for a little while. And I'm like, I can't fucking walk. Like hip extension is not in the equation. I was like, I'm wrecked right now. And she's like, this is really fucking, you should go to the hospital. I'm like, I'm not going to the hospital. I mean, I'm crippled, but you know, I'm fine. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just have some anti inflammatories or whatever. The only comfortable position I could be in was with my leg elevated on a bunch of cushions, lying on the couch with the injured hip side against the back of the couch. Right. And I couldn't move. I was in intense pain and I could not move. Fuck. Brutal. Brutal. Now, my partner at the time was OCD on cleaning like sparkling white, everything. Everything was clean. Everything smelt like freaking bleach and i'm stuck on the couch and i'm pumping all these anti-inflammatories and what you should know about painkillers and anti-inflammatories is they may constipate you mm. if you take a lot of them they're going to back you up yeah so i was just smashing painkillers and anti-inflammatories and i couldn't move until a critical point in time where i very badly needed to go to the toilet and i couldn't walk and i couldn't move and it was this is, this is the stupidity of it are we all. still second day like this it's is the day th- after yeah yep. it's getting worse I thought it would plateau but when the, as soon as the painkillers aren't working I'm in intense pain I couldn't move I was on the couch for, ended up being like two three days over the weekend so I couldn't get any treatment I just got a critical point I'm like, I gotta go to the toilet the need to go to the toilet is far greater than the pain in my hip yep. so I couldn't walk with my legs so I was kind of hopping and I slipped on some dishwater from the dog and like just ate shit like <laughs> Boom. So now I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm, I'm crawling on the ground, except I couldn't crawl with this leg. But because I was trying to keep this leg off the ground, I was doing like a, you know, like pissing dog, like glute activation. So my hip's spasming. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, uh, oh, oh, uh, Like just – it's all going wrong. And no one's home. You know, she's, she's at work. Anyway, so her name's Sandra, so shout out, Sandra. She'll never listen to this. But anyway, lovely girl. I'm in the bathroom, it's sparkling white, and I need to take, I need to take a two days worth of crap right now. It's hit me, (laughs) it's hit I but I couldn't sit down, so I I was like, oh, I've got to go to the toilet, I went to sit down, and then my hip would cramp, and I go, ah, I have to stand up, (laughs) and so I was like kind of leaning on the sink, and I'm like, no, I've got to go, I've got to, ah, I'm like, so I'm just going back and forth here, I'm like, this is stupid, I just need to go to the toilet, so... I'm like, all right, time to ride the lightning. Just sat down, like, oh, let's go. And my hip is getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And I'm trying to just go to the toilet. And a critical point, it just like the my hip, my back, everything just seized. And I'm like, it kind of almost bounced me off the toilet. I was kind of doing a fadeaway jump shit. I was like, oh, I hope it all <laughs> like, fall to the ground, hoping it all went in the toilet, you know? Yeah. And I was just on the ground like, oh, God trying to open my hip up and I, I don't know how long i was on the tiles for i was like god i hope i didn't just destroy the whole bathroom because i can't clean it up <laughs> so i finally kind of hobble up and i look around it was no mess oh you nailed it i nailed it the fadeaway jump shit i hit that shit <laughs> like jordan Fuck my god i was so thankful so then i just hobbled back to the couch like i said i was there for couple of days i barely ate any food so i didn't have to go to the toilet again thankfully yeah just painkillers i finally so here's the the funny part of the story this is how i learned about some things about anatomy i went to see my good friend Teresa marcello who's a massage therapist um so she's a mayo and she had her own business but she does amazing treatments and i'm gonna full transparency my left testicle was hurting me a lot at that time yeah right aching like, brutal like, pain. This was a separate thing? No, this, this is... is well, right. I didn't know. I'm That's like, i got in. testicular cancer. What the fuck is going on right now? And I said to her, full transparency, I've got all this pain in my hip and my back. She said, is this a sex injury? <laughs> I was like, no. She's like, okay, fine. She's like, it's always funny when it's a sex injury. I'm like, yeah, funny for you. I fucking, this is the most pain I've been in ever. Like, this is so bad. And I said to her, my left ball. My left testicle its on fire. It hurts all the time. She's like, don't worry, I got you. And I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Because <laughs> she's got a partner, I've got a partner. <laughs> what kind of massage are we doing here? Then comes the bulldog. <laughs> You're about to get bulldogs, son. <laughs> Put your balls on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I didn't know this, but there's a set of nerves that go from your hip flexors that refer to the testicles. Right. And so... If these muscles are ultra tight or, you know, injured, they can cause pain to refer to the testes. Wow. And she actually had a client who'd come to her and he was really embarrassed, he didn't want to talk about it. And he's like, she's like, why are you here today? She's like, well, he's like, look, I don't have testicular cancer and I've seen everyone else and I don't know what to do. And she's like, whoa, what's this about? It's like, my balls hurt all the time and I don't know why. And she's like, it's your hip flexors, bro. And so she just did a release on like psoas and, and my hip and... Eventually, after about an hour of treatment, a bunch of needles and all of it unlocked, mm. which was incredible. So, there was a huge amount of relief because I could actually stand yeah. and I could actually kind of walk. But here's the crazy thing the level of DOMs that just hit in my quad, my hip flex, and my gut was. Almost as brutal as the cramp. Wow. Because the muscles had just been like on for days. DOMS is the delayed onset muscle soreness. The stuff you get after a heavy training session, you are like, oh, my, my quads or whatever. Yeah, this, this was more like Because they'd arms. been contracting so hard for, for that whole time. Yeah, it, it, instant onset muscle soreness. Wow. And so that smashed me for days. Bruh. My God. So what actually happened? Well, she was saying what you're experiencing right now sounds like a disc bulge. But she said also it could just be, yeah, you just basically worked one group of muscles way too hard for an extended period of time. Right. And yeah. Just fatigued the fuck out of them and then what they spazzed out neurologically like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> you didn't tear anything. It wasn't what? like you didn't uh, actually injure it as such. There might have done some damage to my oblique, a little bit lower back, a little bit glute. Yeah. Yep. There might have been a bit of muscle tears going on there. Uh yeah, and I just pinpoint that as increasing my pain tolerance because it was so much pain for such an extended bracket of time. Wow. Bro, worst. Top top number one worst jiu-jitsu related injury. What did you learn from that experience, JT? Nothing. I learned nothing. I continue as I am. Uh, you're not no. a fan of lifting pre-jits, are you? Well, no no no, I prefer oh, So you're not a fan of lifting post-jits? post jits, um, yeah i would i would separate them more and what i'd say is stick to the program my, my coach way way smarter guy than me way more experienced coach than me he said on this day do this weight right and i said no I, I feel better than that yeah well actually could i have done the lighter session and done the jits and been fine yeah yeah but because i ego lifted and then when and did jiu-jitsu uh, uh, to a very strenuous level, I fucked myself. Yeah. And I lost I lost at least a month of training to recovering from that. Wow. And, yeah, just all the stupid shit. <laughs> all do, you, the, do you still get any – you still have any kind of lingering effects of that thing, that experience, like that injury? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, my left hip is not as strong as my right hip. Okay. Yeah, like 10% weaker, even though I've put a lot of time into it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's just – Yeah. These are, these are the things we live and we learn. This is the training life. Right. Dude, I had a um, – I was – I can't remember where – I was doing some Olympic lifting. I can't remember where I was really in in terms of – because I had a period of time where I got quite into the Ollie stuff. Mm. This was when we first opened the gym. And I think this was like a uh, a second kind of chapter of that. When I'd gone away from it a, a bit and then I'd come back to it and I was mm. kind of doing it, but I wasn't – wasn't really doing it. I wasn't you – know, a couple of days a week I was throwing a barbell around, doing some whatever, hang cleans or something like that, not really giving it the focus and the time it deserved. It's um, a very technical – I think people underestimate how technical yeah. lifting is. Yeah. yeah, It's it's tough. And I, I was – I remember that I was trying to kind of just come back in and lift at the same kind of weights that I was lifting when I was, was giving it much more time. Mm. So I can kind of feel like I already know that I was like – I was doing an irresponsible thing, yeah. right? Because I could lift it, mm. but just not well and not for that many reps and that whole shit. Anyways, yeah, I wasn't prepping the body as such. But I remember it was a it was a Friday afternoon here in the gym. And I think on the Tuesday following, so like three days later, I was, or four days later, I was flying to Bali to run a workshop. Right. We're doing, uh, run a retreat where I was doing like this five or six day retreat at this amazing like resort with this other couple of people. And it was like, you know, we had people flying over there for it. It was kind of a big deal for, for, you know, for me and for the people that were coming. Right. Sure. And so anyway, I'm here on a Friday afternoon and I I remember it because Friday afternoon is usually a bit tired. It's kind of end of a big week. You know, sometimes you get in a session in a bit of a makeup, whatever. And I was doing some barbell cleans down on the floor. Now I remember we, at the time we had a lifting coach, girl named Yazzie Carter. Oh, yeah. She was our lifting coach here. She was a she was a gun weightlifter. She was kind of cruising around, and I was doing my cleans, and I'd worked up to – I'd pretty much worked up to my max. Right. So I think I was at like 100, maybe 110 kilos, Solid. right? Man, yeah that's, some, that's heavy. Some pretty decent cleans, right? Yep. I'm throwing them – and I can actually remember the reps weren't that good. I can remember that day that the lift was like kind of shit, but yeah. I was I was hitting them. I was you're like, h- fuck it, we should you're get done. you here for it. Yeah. Yeah. And Yazzie cruised past and kind of caught a, you know, had a look at what I was doing and then um, I don't know, she was doing something else. And I said, hey, Yazzie, got any feedback? And she said, stop letting go of the bar as you transition to the, to the catch. I was like, oh, she said, I can, hear, I can hear that you're cleaning it and letting go and then re-catching it. Right. And I was like, fuck, I didn't even know that I want to try and maintain my grip throughout that transition. Right. So, you know, if you're thinking about Olympic lifting, like the clean, you you got this pull and then you're pulling yourself under the bar and your hands are rotating on the bar and then you're catching it in the rack, the front rack, usually kind of somewhere down in a front squat position. Mm. So I was like, noted. So next set, I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep a grip of the bar. First rep, I pulled it. I went to do the thing. I got caught in the bottom of the squat position, so right down in the receiving position. But instead of getting my elbows up and catching it, my elbow got, my elbow got jammed into my knee. Oh no! And then the bar just crunched straight down on oh. my hand. Yeah, and it like and it fucking hit me so I, I heard crunching, and it was like it was it was like a wrist lock, but yeah, I don't know maybe because my palm. it was mid palm and it was all in the hand. It was, it, was this, it was this left hand here. And you can see like, see yeah. that, that ridge there? You got that bump. Yeah, I got that bump. Man, it was so fucking painful. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, God. And is like, oh, are you okay? And I was like, oh, 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 yeah, no, I'm all right. Well, yeah, that got me good kind of thing, like trying to struggle it off like, oh, God, did I just break my wrist? And I, oh, like, my hand fucking destroyed. And I'm like, no, nah, like it seems okay. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, playing it down. But inside I'm like, man, I'm in immense amount of pain right oh, now. Oh, God. And um, what did I do? I packed up the fucking bar and left the gym. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I finished I'm my like, set. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you're such an idiot. I'm like, you, like the, you should never try to change your technique when, you're, when you've already at like your kind of max weight. Yeah. Like just do what you've been doing. Yeah, stick to it. The time to change technique or try a new thing is lighter weight. It's warm-ups, yeah. right? And you're fresher too. Exactly. So it was, the, it was just the stupidest thing that I was like, that I was looking f- like you know whatever it was stupid of me to to try and take that information on at that time. <laughs> this is so much fucking pain, and all I'm thinking is I got to go teach this. I got to go teach handstands. Oh my god! And locomotion and fucking cartwheels and shit. And I'm like, I like I can't. I cannot place any weight on my hand. It's so fucking sore right now. And I um I ended up getting an MRI somehow. I got one rushed in okay through my physio, and it came back, and they're like. The, the guy that gave me the scan, like they're not allowed to give you the results, right? They have to send it to your physio and the physio will give you results. But the guy that did the scan was like, man, I cannot believe your hand is not broken. He said, the amount of bone bruising that you have through here, like through the, you know, yeah. it was at the carpals? Yep. He's like, it's really considerable. He's like, you're going to be sore for a long time. Oh, God. And I'm like, holy shit. But I'm like, nothing's broken. He's like, no, nah, nothing's broken. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, I don't know how to, you know, I don't know if that's good or bad. It seems good, right? Anyway, um, made it to bar. The physio's like, man, you're going to have a bit of rehab on this. Made it to bar. Couldn't do anything on my hand. Dude. I had that shit. I, had a, I wore a brace on it for a little while. Yeah. I was, you know, I could like, I couldn't even do stuff on my fist for ages. It took oh. me, I don't know, probably took me like three months to be able to get back to doing push-ups and dips Jesus. and stuff like that. I could do pulling stuff. Right. You know, I could do pull-ups and whatever and, you know, some, some pulling stuff on the rings. But, uh, yeah, I f- fucked myself good. And I think after that I, I was just like, no more cleans. <laughs> no more cleans man yeah. like unless I'm taking it really seriously yeah yeah you know but I would say like that the you can see it now dude now right. that you mention it it's yeah. so noticeable it yeah. is right and it's yeah I mean, it's just such a I, I it's telling so, so I'm like I look back at that it was so stupid yeah. so you know and I'm going I'm about to go to this place where I'm like the guy <laughs> you know like Joey man fucking moves so well strong you know fucking bulletproofs his body and shit <laughs> and I'm like I wrecked my hand in a stupid weightlifting accident four oh days no. ago, you know? We all do it, man. We all do it. At one point or another, we're, we're all human. Oh, yeah, we do. Poor fuck. That's, that sucks. And look, there's no one else to blame people. It's, it's all you, <laughs> it's, baby. It's all you. <laughs> you bring it on yourself, fuck. you know? But uh, man, there it is. What did you learn from that, Joseph? No, no changes last minute. Yeah, I learned like, you know, there's a time to embody feedback. Yeah. And then there's a time to do. Yes. That was a time to just do. Yes. You know? Yeah, that's what I've learned. And and I guess I also learned there is a focus that's required when you are lifting heavy weights or you're doing high intensity efforts. Yeah. And could it could be it, a com- bodyweight thing, could be lifting, but, but it, you have to a complicated f- move. Apply yourself. Yes. It is complicated, right? But it's, you know, like still something I've done thousands of reps of. It's more just like – it's like when you step up the bar, the bar to do a heavy deadlift. It's sure. like fucking focus on the deadlift. Respect this shit. Don't shift. be thinking about what you're going to go and eat afterwards or, you know, oh, I'm going do chin-ups after this. Like just do the deadlift. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Guys, don't make the same mistake I did. Fuck. Okay. Well, I was going to say for those of you out there who have suffered like gym-free stupid level injuries, feel free to share them in the comments or – Message us with your stories and then we can laugh at you as you laugh at us when you listen to this episode now. here's your boy. How's it going, guys? My name is Diego from Los Angeles. My question is, what is your guys' opinion on chiropractors? Are they useful? Are they BS? Would you recommend them for jiu-jitsu athletes in some way, shape, or form? My personal experience has been they are not the best, but I wanted to get your guys' opinions. And I would appreciate any answer or insight you can provide. Thank you. Diego, thanks for the question. Yeah. Kairos. Go, Joe. Joe Tem. Kairos have always had been a stigma attached to chiropractors. And from what someone told me, I don't even know if this is true anymore, but someone told me that, like here in Australia, you've got the main kind of bodywork professionals that you're going to come across chiropractors, physiotherapists, osteopaths, right? You've sure. got other ones, but they're kind of the, the, the major ones. What I was told by a physiotherapist, no bias, was that chiros just don't have a governing body that oversees how they operate. So there's kind of less checks and balances on that as a profession. Now, I don't know if that's true. Here's what I do know from personal experience. I've been to some fucking dodgy chiros, some shit ones. Yeah. Like really shit. They're kind of ones that are like, yep, they just apply the same three back manipulation techniques and tell you they need to see you twice a week for the next six months. Yeah. you know, They're just making that recurring revenue. Yeah. I've also been to some exceptional chiropractors right. and, and like some close friends of mine are really good chiropractors. And so what this has led me to take from this is that you have good body workers and not such great body workers, you know, people who are professional, people who are not. And the specific discipline to me doesn't matter as much as the individual. Yeah, I think it is something to be aware of though, because there, there seems to be maybe a disproportionate amount of grifters within the Cairo scene. Mm, your thought i'm the same with you in terms of there being in any profession you have great ones and then you have a larger amount who are maybe not as good i think it's understanding what it's there for i think uh the thing that was brought to my attention by Teresa, who is a a mayo, and she actually said you can judge any practitioner based on how often they need to see you that's how well you like if they are a remedial if they're there to help you get better, if they can't help you get better within two to three sessions, then they're bullshit. Yeah, I'd like agree if with they're that. saying come back every week and pay me hundred plus dollars every week, infinitum. Well, then they haven't solved your problem. Okay, with the fucking Latin, bro. <laughs> Jesus, there I it told is, guys. you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Expelliarmus. Um, just breaking that nerd Latin down. Yeah, that's a really good. That's a good one. You know, two so three I, sessions. If, Any if, more than that. If like, they anyway. can't sort you out, then they're probably just rotting you. I'm seeing a car right now. Got to give a shout out Eric Hansen, I believe, Purple Belt over at Gladesville. Oh, cool. Trains at SJJ. I've been going to see him. He has a special which gets applied to anyone that trains jujitsu with him, and it's called the He Beats Me Up special, <laughs> which is pretty. If you go to his reception, it's like, charge him the He Beats Me Up. <laughs> you don't beat the guy up. He's a fucking unit, and he's a Purple Belt. He's good. But, um, He's a great Cairo, and he's like, man, look, you could come in here like maybe every six weeks and we cool. could do a bit of maintenance and that works really well for me, you know, and i and, I've, and uh, the communications up front and the treatment is good. And I think that they're the things that you're looking for in a practitioner. I went to him originally with an issue, but it was like two, three sessions and that was taken care of. Nice. So, yeah, choose your practitioners wisely. Don't be so focused on the discipline, but more on the individual. Correct. All right, fam. Thank you.